Transcend for Good has unique perspective and works with nonprofit clients at an inflection point. Join the leadership team at Transcend for Good, Elizabeth Thompson, Chairman and CEO, and Christine Doctor, President, as they share quick and meaningful conversations and their approach to the biggest challenges and opportunities facing nonprofit leaders today. Hi, and welcome to Elevate with the Experts. I'm Chris Doctor, and I'm joined today by my business partner, Elizabeth Thompson. Today, our quick and informative conversation will be on a critical topic that often isn't top of mind, but it should be for all nonprofits, and that is timely succession planning. So succession planning is smart, strategic, and a way to determine the steps that will be needed to carry on the great work of your organization as leadership transfers and transitions. Executive succession planning increases the likelihood that the nonprofit will have the strong leadership required to increase an organization's capacity, effectiveness, long-term stability, and sustainability. So we can think about succession planning in these three categories. First, CEO or executive director. Second, board leadership. And finally, founder. Each of these categories brings a unique set of considerations along with it, and often there needs to be just a push for courage just to start the conversation around this. So many nonprofits don't address the importance of succession planning, which may often lead to confusing transition. So today we will talk about CEO executive director succession planning. We will address the other categories of board leadership and founders in an upcoming podcast. BoardSource's own Leading with Intent survey indicates that only 33% of boards nationwide have an executive succession plan in place, but one half of all CEOs intend to leave the post within the next five years. So if succession planning is such a high concern, why is it not widespread? So Liz, let's talk about the different types of executive succession planning. Of course. There are three distinct types of CEO ED succession planning, and they are number one, emergency succession planning. And this is the process that is in place if the CEO suddenly departs permanently or for an extended period, for example, longer than three months. Departure defined succession planning, and that's a process that is in place for a future planned retirement or permanent departure of the CEO. And then last, strategic leader development, and that's a process that promotes ongoing leadership development for talent within the organization. Okay, great. So what's the best way to think about and address the concept inside of the organization? That's a wonderful question, Chris, because this topic can be very sensitive and Mm -hmm. potentially uncomfortable conversation to have as either a board member or a CEO. However, regardless of what role you play, know that at the heart of the matter is the intention to keep the nonprofit organization strong, viable, and sustainable. Planning is never a wasted effort. Board members, the CEO, and key staff can take part in the conversation and activity. Success depends on defined responsibilities among the board, CEO, and staff. Absolutely. So can you help our listener by providing some examples? Sure. 
First is the responsibility of the board to secure the organization's future by clarifying direction and ensuring strong leadership. A succession plan promotes the availability of a strong executive when needed. Board members need to understand the complexity and responsibilities of the CEO and to take the lead in working with the CEO to develop and approve succession plans for those various scenarios that we talked about earlier. The CEO also shows leadership by having this conversation and organizing this work. Contrary to some beliefs, Having this conversation isn't a signal that you're leaving or even thinking about leaving, but it demonstrates leadership. So a plan is in place in the event of transition. The CEO can draft the various plan models, emergency, departure defined and strategic leader development and or work with the board committee overseeing governance issues. Staff also play a role in this process. As a plan is being developed, they may be asked to provide program and organizational information. Most certainly, they continue to provide services and maintain programs in the absence of an executive during transition. It's important to ensure that they're aware of the defined internal and external communication plans so that they can address public inquiries as appropriate. Well, those details are, are so great. So how does an organization know if it's ready to have a succession plan? It's very simple, Chris. Every organization needs a succession plan. Even if the CEO is firmly in place with no plans to leave, life happens, right? <laughs> yes. Sickness, accident, you could win the lottery. So being prepared is always the best direction. Exactly. So what are some questions for nonprofits to consider related to succession planning readiness? Here are a few key questions for discussion. If your CEO is suddenly unable to serve or retires, have you identified candidates for the job? If your CEO leaves, does everyone within the organization know who will be acting executive until the board can meet and appoint someone officially? Would your organization be able to sustain a decline in income or fundraising activities without the CEO? Is she or he the primary fundraiser? Do the board and staff work with the CEO to maintain relationships with funders? Does the board have the right mix of talent to effectively hire a new CEO? Would your organization hire a recruiter? If so, is there available funding for this activity? Is the CEO's current level of responsibility realistic or has the executive in good faith taken on too much responsibility at the expense of staff development? What skills need to be replicated in the new CEO versus those that could be developed among staff or board members? And finally, while everyone is thinking about it, are there other positions beside the CEO that would leave the organization vulnerable should they depart? If so, what plans are in place to address those departures? Yeah, very good thoughts. And these are great thought starters, Liz. So it's really never too late to think about succession planning. So in closing, what are your final recommendations for our listener as they think about succession planning? First, don't beat yourself up if you don't have a rock solid plan in place. 
as Chris mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, 33% of organizations do not have one. And then here are some tips. Determine your objective and based on that goal, decide which of the three succession planning processes to begin with. Identify if any plans already exist in the organization. Don't recreate the wheel and see what's working and then build from there. Take the opportunity to update the CEO job description. You will need it when a transition occurs. For true commitment, the plan should be reviewed and approved by the board and discussed with key staff. And finally, keep it simple and get it done. Yeah, get it done. I think that is one of the best <laughs> tips for everyone. So thanks, Liz. Um, you provide such great information and direct for this important process in nonprofit success. And to our listener, we hope these high-level concepts and detailed suggestions have inspired you to act. We also have some great links in this podcast post where you can find additional information to help you create the succession planning for your organization. Thanks for spending time with us today. Until next time. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to learn more about working with Liz and Chris or have a subject area that you'd like to see covered on a future episode, visit transcendforgood.com. We look forward to learning more about your unique situation and how we can help.